As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. From the Haunted Attraction Network, this is The Haunter's Edge, a show about haunter resources. I'm your host, Philip, and in this episode, we're going to explore the birth, death, and resurrection of HauntCast with founder Chris Baker. This episode was recorded several months ago, so I apologize for any time discrepancies and also for how long it took to bring it to you guys. One final note before you continue. This episode contains strong language and adult themes. It is not recommended for younger audiences, and listener discretion is advised. If you have younger ones listening, we recommend that you pause here and come back and finish later. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production. This is the Haunter's Edge, the podcast discussing Haunter resources to keep your creeps keen. Haunt it's not radio, it's haunt edutainment. It's, <laughs> it's radio for haunters and Halloween fanatics, uh, you know, I mean, the the show when we first started out was definitely all for home uh, for home haunters. Over the years, we've added you know a lot of like different pro haunt uh, type segments to the show. So we've tried to broaden it out to appeal to more than just home haunters, but like to everybody who haunts. If you want to have a you know get a few chuckles, we hope we hope to entertain. Not only to uh, provide a little information, you know, we're not trying to come across like we're experts or anything like that, but uh, we have some people who have some great insight and, you know, like a prop guys. We have interviews with our haunting gurus, which are always uh, some of the best home haunters out there in the country or pro haunters out in the country. So we try to mix it up and have, um, you know, different people to interview. So we just get different perspectives, um, what people are doing. Um, and Let's not forget theater of the mind. Yeah, you know. theater of the. You know, we got Revenant who does theater of the mind. Who does the really kind of in depth behind. Uh, I don't know the the psyche. I guess is really what it would be of um, how to scare, how to haunt, that kind of stuff. And it's funny for a person who is not an expert. I've never heard anybody like articulate and describe uh, the elements that help. Like a serious haunter, a pro haunter, especially, yeah. uh, achieve the results that they're trying to achieve in such an eloquent manner. Yeah, eloquent, yes, yeah. that's what we'll go with. No, but people, people absolutely love him. He's been a huge part of the show. One of the most popular segments that we've that we've had, and um, and he continues to do a great job, even though when his 
sometimes his uh, motivation lacks. You know, he'll he'll pull he'll pull it out and put out a great segment. His motivation is me kicking him in his ass, going, "Give me a fucking segment because I we got a show coming up and I need your segment now." I'm trying to do the mix down. And I need to get your segment in because it's at the beginning end of the show. You're yep. slowing me down, man. I'm trying to mix this thing. And um, but yeah, no, he's uh, but he's been a huge uh, valuable asset to the program from the from the get go. Because actually, it was me and him. We were the ones who started Hotcast. Um, I posted somewhere on Hot Forum about doing one. He, he was thinking about it. He's a good voiceover guy. Mm-hmm. He hit me up. And we just kind of worked it out. The re- he was trying to kind of talk me out of it, and I was just like, "My key to success is always I have I have more balls than brains." And I was, <laughs> he was trying to talk me out of it, and I was like, oh, "I don't even I don't hear what, I don't know what you're talking to me about. I don't, I don't hear you." All I wanted I was going to do it, and it's like, "You want to join the train? Jump on the hot cast train? Get on! Let's go!" <laughs> And uh, and he was like, "Fuck it, I'll just do it." <laughs> He's like, "I don't know if I don't know anything about you, but I'll you know, I like your enthusiasm, so let's do it." And we had the three of us. It was me, him, and JT. And then we added like Shelly. Then we added Dick, you know, whatever Dick Terhune, Dick Terhune, yeah, Danny, Danny um, uh, shit, uh, Ed Gannon, and in, in whatnot. So yeah, we kind of. Um, added to it and now you know like i say it's it, dick will turn in a segment here and there depending on his schedule and how busy he is um yeah I mean, his, uh, marketing yeah 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 because he, he blew up once he uh joined hotcast so he got then he got too busy for us <laughs> he became too popular they're like what you are not you're a good guy on hotcast oh my i gotta hire your services right now make me a commercial let's go um, yeah so that there really is i mean it, it's a great array, and each each show is pretty long. I mean, it's between two and three hours. I think a minimum is two hours. I, I kind of made it, and I wanted it to be as long as a movie, and it just kind of grew <laughs> a little bit longer. To two bit. movies, two and a half movies. And it was like Titanic, and then, you know, next thing you know, it's like The Godfather. I don't know. It's got, yeah, it got a little bit longer. Uh, but as we had, like I say, we added segments it elongated the show. But we also, are, right at this point, we're doing less shows, so nobody's forcing a person to listen to the entire show in one sitting. If you like a half-hour podcast, listen to the first half hour of the show and then come back, and you can listen to the middle of the show, and then you can listen to the end of the show. I'm a big... I'm a big uh, I want to wrap the whole thing up in a production package. Like I want the whole thing to be like one thing instead of doing... Uh, an hour, you know, like a one hour show every month, which we could probably, or, or, you know, three, every, you know, three weeks in a row every month, you know. So three of the four weeks we could do that, and then it would be about the same length as our normal show, and people would get one once a week, which business wise would make a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but me, I'm a knucklehead, and I, doesn't matter if it's more profitable or whatever. I'm doing it the way I want to do it because I think that's just the right way to do it. So, uh, you know, I've, I've heard people criticize. They're like, yeah, the show's too long. And I'm like, nobody is forcing you to listen to the whole thing at one time. You know, like, just don't listen. Listen to what you can handle at one shot. And if that's 30 minutes, then stop your iPod or your, your phone at that point and 
come back next week and pick up from there and listen to another half hour. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny. So yeah. I, I just kind of like, I like to tie things in with like usually themes and stuff like that. It's the only reason I do it that way. Once again, I know nobody else does it that way, and it's probably for a reason. <laughs> Once again, I really I'm 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 kind of joking. I'm being tongue tongue in cheek, but uh, like I say, Pearson doesn't have to listen to the whole show in in one sitting. And I I've even had people over the years say, "Hey, could you like put in the show list? You know, the exact you know minute and second minute, yeah. that, that a certain segment will start or something like that." And I'm like, "No, unfortunately, you have to suffer through the whole thing. You have to suffer through me to get to Revenant segment. That's the way this deal works." Yeah. <laughs> you have to suffer through my nonsense to get to the good shit. <laughs> anyway. How long have you been running now? 2008. It was um, November. I think it was November 2008, or was maybe it was December 2008, was the first show that we put out. Yeah, it was December. I remember it was being like a Christmas thing. I'm like, this is an odd place for us to start, but what the hell is we, we, yeah. We've committed to it. Let's do it. So we put the show out, and then um, then after that, like I say, yeah. So it's been it's been about six years, though. Yeah, man, like six continuous years. Yeah. Well, the first like the first three, the first three years were um, one show a month. You know, we did twelve a month. I think we did a couple of like little like half episodes or some extra stuff, but we didn't do it often. And then, um, then what happened is like when after three, then we, then I closed the show down. The, the revival, the, the resurrection happened where the fans, you know, were like, we'll pay you, come back, we'll give you money. And they worked out a thing and it worked and we came back. We did it two years like that. Once again, once a month. So there was about like a four, five, six months break from when we ended the show and probably six months when we picked it back up again. And then I was like, I couldn't not do it. I mean, shit, I was working freaking part time at that point. I just went, I just was graduating and was going back to school, um, received my IT degree, but I was working part time to put something on my resume. I was working at a Mac store. I was making 10 bucks an hour. And, <laughs> and I got this, I got this thing. I see this thing on Facebook and they're like, we'll, we'll pay, a, we'll pay a hundred bucks. We'll get like 200. 50 people to to do it will you come back and i'm like uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right you know we're making a making 10 bucks an hour here for the bag lunch i will take that proposal let's let's go and in a month's time they had they had raised the money and i was like all right, right we're back in action again and we went for two years and uh we pretty much did the same thing um, you know, we, we, we were doing fine. Like we had 300 people, uh, per year who were willing to pay the hundred bucks to, you know, they got great discounts and we gave away a ton of prizes and stuff. So yeah, a lot yeah. of people made that money back easily anyway, but, um, you know, things, things did work well. And, uh, but I was just, I got slammed with this other business I started and I was like, just crazy. And I was like, seriously, I can't think about it right now. I am like, I have so, I'm doing so well and I'm making money and things are going, I just got to focus on what I'm doing here. And, um, and then I just decided to come back to it after, the, after we kind of killed it again. 
And I said, you know what? This, the deal I'll have is I'll do it when I can. I, but I can't do once a month. Mm-hmm. I still like doing the show. I still like having fun. People are still downloading it like a son of a bitch. So, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, why, why not? I mean, shit, we had, like, seriously, we, they had the last show we had out about two days. We did over a thousand downloads. And I'm like, we haven't even put out a show in almost six months, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. you know, to have people who would still give a shit, who will jump on it and download the episode when you put one out, it's kind of worth doing it for people, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I think as long as I can, <laughs> I can continue to be the, the mass hole that I am and, um, <laughs> And we can, but we can keep keep having fun and having good guests and doing our segments. Like I said, it's not all about just having the guests on. Um, I like all the other things. Like you know, I love my little banter where I <laughs> bust balls with Johnny Thunder in the in the, in the Shock Tales part of the show, and um, I love Revenant segments. And you know, there's like other parts of like. BSing with Denny and talking prop shit with him because yep. it's kind of cool hearing it from a different perspective. He's not doing haunt props per se, but the stuff that he's learning and he's picking up and the products he's running into are so valuable. So Huntcast is not going away, but you're going to be doing shows on your own time. Yeah, I, I kind of think of it. You know, I want it. <laughs> I guess originally I wanted to, wanted to do it for fun, and then I was thinking, oh, you know, like, let's do it. Let's try to make a business out of it. And mm-hmm. it's more because I think RFR was doing that when I got in there, and that's what the way they were doing things. And I was like, well, this is the way I should be doing it. And then I realized after the fact, I'm like, I don't, really don't want to do this as a business anymore. I don't care about advertising. You know, people always get a stick up their ass, you know, you you know, um, especially advertisers, and I'm like, I don't want to have to cater to anybody. Um, I, I, I just, I just rather do the show however I want to do it, and not be worrying about, you know, like, it, it, I'm not even worried about whether the audience or the people are gonna like it so much <laughs> as I, you know, I don't want to, but I definitely don't want to be worrying about whether the uh, the advertisers uh, or it's gonna offend. And what, like I say, it's not to offend. We're just a lot of stuff is we're just having fun, and though so some people could think that we're taking things seriously and could be offended by some things that come out of my mouth. And uh, <laughs> some of the nonsense, but you got to understand, I'm a moron. Don't listen to me. Don't pay attention to what the words that are coming out of my mouth. How many more do you think you're going to put out this year? Like ballpark. <laughs> Two more, probably. Um, only because, I mean, I, yeah, I just, my schedule is really ridiculous right now. Mm-hmm. And, um... My 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 big plan, my big thing that I'm doing right now, middle, you could call it a midlife crisis, but I'm buying a Harley and I'm getting my motorcycle license, <laughs> so I uh, I want to start riding too. So I'm like, you know what? I got I got I'm kind of excited. I want to get I want to do some of this shit. I am definitely going to be putting out some shows, no question. Um, but I think three to four shows is all I can handle. But I think this year it's going to be three. Um, I think we're just going to do three. I'm going to do one in. Somewhere in mid-June, we'll do another one at the end of September or the first week in October. And so we'll have a Halloween show. We'll have, like, a summer show. And, um, you know, unless any, like, huge sponsors rolled in. No, actually, I don't. <laughs> I, I seriously, I don't even want to deal with sponsors anymore. I just, I'd rather do it this way. Um, 
and I commend anybody because I did want to do it to make money to like hopefully try to start a business. If you can do that, I commend you and I think you should definitely do it. I eventually got to a point where I was just like, I just, I don't know. I was, and once again, if I played it straighter down the middle, like most normal people would, I probably would have had an easier time selling advertising. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I, I feel ya. The, the struggle is real. Let, let, let me let me tell you, the struggle is real. You know, you gotta take a balance between. Um, am I gonna piss off if I if I whatever this goes out in this interview? If it if it bat if it's any type of a backlash against one of my advertisers, you gotta either trim it out, <laughs> or let it ride, and take the shit from the. So the sponsors, if they do listen to your show and listen to the whole thing, you know, I've had, I've had Hot Wire Foam Factory call me up the next day after I dropped one of my episodes because Denny was talking about he was working in his basement in an uh, like unventilated area, like no fans, no exhaust, and he was cutting foam, the pink foam, with a hot knife, and the fumes eventually got to him, and he almost passed out. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, I... and so he said this, but I don't think he spe- specified. I think he was just talking about foam. And they they freaking went crazy. They called me up, and they're like, um, what, what is that? You have to have that removed. What are you talking about? You're talking about foam being toxic? We sell foam cutting tools. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't say that. He said it. And they're like, well, you, I'm like, he was talking about pink foam. You're talking about white foam, right? And she's like, yeah, but they don't know the difference. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck me. So I had to go and take the show down, cut the segment out, put it, put, put it back together and tell Denny, hey, Denny, in the future, when we're talking about foam. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about about, about it being toxic or harmful to someone's health um, because it upsets her sponsor. I I even told him that. He was like, what the fuck? That's bullshit. I'm like, "Uh, Denny, I just, I can't deal with this any longer than I'm in this conversation. We're done with is this a good time to, to do a commercial break for our Hot Wire Phone Factory sponsor? Dude, it, that, dude, that's dude, why I put it in here, right? Hot Wire Phone Factory. Hot Wire Phone Factory. No, and uh, like I said, no, I, believe me, I have no hard feelings about the of the whole thing. I was just, I just thought it was so funny how they, she flipped out and I pulled it. I was like, all right, you know, it's okay. I know, no, much love to the Hot Wire Foam Factory, by the way. No, just, no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they really are one of our sponsors, so no, yeah. No, no, no disrespect. No disrespect, my brother. <laughs> no, I, I have, uh, I actually, uh, I, w- I work with them and we ran spots for them for a while. They, they called me on that. I'm like, uh, but I'm, I was only pointing, I was trying to paint a picture of that. Um, you do have to be careful about what you have on your show, even if you don't say it. Uh, you know, it, somebody else says it because yeah, they could affect the yeah. sponsors, and that could affect what you have on your show. So that that's all I'm saying, and it didn't matter. Um, like I say, I love Hot, Hot Wire Foam Factory. I have a bunch. I have the number of their kits. I have their. Uh, I, it used to be called their. Um, I think it was like their pro knife, but I think that they changed the way that they do things, and this is like the industrial knife. 
Yeah. But I have that. That thing is ridiculous. I mean, I, yeah. anytime I got to cut some foam, do anything with foam, that sucker comes out. That is slicing, dicing. You know. Yeah. Does I everything. Mean, it's like a Ron Pro peel. It's like a Ronco. You know. Just set it and forget it. <laughs> but I mean, you know, your core point here is like you're you're switching over to just doing this back to, in, in like in the style that you were originally, which was for fun and on your own terms, and doing it and expressing how you want to express things, and not not being like bogged down by all the red tape that can come into play when you have sponsors. And, and, I, and I'm not trying to be a prima donna by like, like hey, I've, got to, I've got to express myself in a proper manner. And if you don't, I mean, like, I just want to, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, look, I'm an idiot. And I just want to do the show the way I want to do it. <laughs> and I'm like, because it amuses me. And that's really what it comes down to is I want to do the, a show that I want to listen to that amuses me. And I really don't focus about whether other people, um, I'm, whether I'm making it for other people. I'm kind of more making it for me. And if you want to join along and you dig it, great. Um, and that's probably not a good business model, but this is kind of the way I've always done it. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it's the best business model. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh, we're going to get all philosophical here now. <laughs> Well, we have to represent Revenant, you know, since he's not here. So I know we need to have that that philosophical uh, frame of mind. <laughs> like, isn't isn't ultimately being you more valuable than being what your sponsors want you to be? Um, well, I, I think if you do something that's real, um, well, definitely you get into that commercial aspect of it, like. Um, and I get it. You know, you, if you if you want to do something that's commercially viable, you want to be you probably want to be safer. Although you probably get a lot more people who are uh, you you'll draw more people to you if you're more real. So yeah. therefore, you'll have a bigger audience. But you're you kind of on that edge of they don't know if they want to support you because of whatever. Um, I mean, I remember having somebody tell me. Now, this guy is a total asshole, and I don't do business with him anymore, but he wasn't – I would say he was a sponsor at some point on one of my, on one of my shows, right? And um, But he told me, he's like, yeah, I was uh, talking to some other people, and they don't want to advertise on your show because they think you're, um, you're, like, you're, you're drunk all the time and uh, some, some, uh, something else that was completely ridiculous. And I'm like, you do understand that that's all – like a lot of – I mean – is shtick when I'm doing it. It's not how I'm. Not, it doesn't mean I'm not that way. But <laughs> when I'm doing it, I'm not shit faced. It's a lot of it's just more pretend like we're just having fun. We're being tongue in cheek. We're joking around. Um, we're just kind of. That's the idea. We want to kind of be on the edge of whatever and and have some fun with it. So I don't know. It's it's not that people just they they take it too seriously and it's like. Yeah, dude, are you you're obviously really not listening to it because if you really listen to it, you know we're totally being idiots. You know, you know we're totally just having fun. Um, yeah, it's meant to be entertainment. It's yeah, not, so it's yeah. like you, you you can't take things too seriously. Uh, but there are always going to be people who do that, and once again, you can't please everybody, so you don't even bother. So, yeah, I mean, I understand the. Uh, yeah, anyway, whatever. You know. Yes. Yeah. It is what it is. Podcasting is like you just go a direction, and if you catch on, great. 
I appreciate what you do, though. I mean, you, uh, like I say, it's, it's, it's different from what I do, but it doesn't mean like it, there's no, I listen to a lot of different podcasts out there. Um, I listen to comedy podcasts. I'll listen to like occasionally like a Disney and not, <laughs> not, not Jonathan from our far podcast. WW Radio. No, uh, but there's a lot of great shows. I listen to like the Bill Burr, Adam Carolla. Um, what was it? The uh, you ever listen to Crab Feast with uh, Ryan Sickler and whatever Jay Lawson, two comedians. They do a great show. Um, you know, so there's like a lot of shows that I will listen to, and I listen to a variety of different stuff. Um, but like I say. Um, not the beauty of a lot of podcasts is that they're not overly produced. They're not overly slicked up, yeah. overly written. They're just a couple of people talking and having a good time. That sometimes That's, is all it takes. <laughs> I mean, at this at this point, there's there's a podcast for anything you want to listen to in any manner you want it delivered. Absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, how it's like you know you have a you you like a certain flavor. It's out there somewhere, and if it's not, start it up. Yeah, <laughs> you gonna you just find a niche. When I when I got into this, I was like, oh, this is kind of a niche. I don't think anybody's doing this. No, I barely even knew what a podcast was, but I'm like, hey, let's try it. <laughs> Once again, more balls and brains. So, uh, in terms of this uh, haunt season that's coming up. Are we going to see you at any trade shows? Are you going to be doing your your haunt again? What, what what's what's going on in in your uh, hunter world? Well, um, I mean, I'm I'm not promoting uh, Hauntcast right now. I'm just it is what it is. If you dig it, you're around. You're in the periphery. You'll know when one comes out. Um, we will have one another one in June. One just dropped, um, so it's been out for about a week, I think, or a couple weeks, whatever it has been. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's one out there right now. We'll have another one in June, and then we'll have another one just before uh, Halloween at the end of September, early October. And that's about all I can say on that. All right? So don't, don't hound me. That's all you get. Got it. Oh, got it. The other thing in my, my, uh, my yard haunt, Village Mire. Um, have you ever seen the, the haunt? Uh, you can bullshit me if you want to, but that's okay. No, but I can Google it right now. Yeah, there you go. Go ahead, Google it. Um, <laughs> go, go to YouTube, villagemeyer.com. No, I don't know. Uh, it's not a big deal. I was just, uh, it, it, yeah, we do our, our yard haunt, um, every year. It's, uh, a bit, a big part of it's the display. Um, uh, the yard is laid out, lit. Um, everything is like, I got a, I got a great display out in the front. And then I have like a walkthrough that I kind of almost got closed down. Well, I actually kind of did get closed down on. Um, the building inspector called me up and then the fire inspector called me up and they told me that nobody could walk through my three room. I have like a three room, um, kind of, I, I, it's not a maze, but you know, it's like a three room walkthrough that, um, what I do is like, cause I don't have the room to do anything else. It's in all of my yards, but I have a nice big wide two, like, uh, you could put like about four cars in my in my driveway, so uh, so I put a big like ten or twelve by twenty four thirty six feet like three room walkthrough type thing in my uh, in my driveway, and they told me that nobody could come through because it was uh, you know because they'd have to come and inspect it first because my because na- my neighbor started being a cunt. 
because my uh, yes. job is a cunt. So I, I knew because me and him had a blowout in the summer, and I'm like, I guarantee you something's going to happen this October because when we had our argument, he told me that I was bringing down the neighborhood because I would do this yard haunt. And, um, and I was like, what? I go, when I moved in there, this place was a piece of shit. The lawn was like six feet tall. You were bitching at me about how the old owner was such an asshole. I came in, I painted, I like, I painted the house, replaced the trim, put up a fence, did the gravel, did the driveway, you know, put it in a backyard. I did, I did all this work to my house. And, and I'm an asshole. Like, and I go, I'm bringing down the neighborhood. And he goes, yeah, cause it looks like a friggin' cemetery out there in October. I'm like, are you kidding me? Fuck that's the me. point. Like, yeah. fuck you. I know. I go that. I go. I appreciate it for one because that's exactly what I was going for. But the next thing is, you're an asshole. You know. So anyway, me and him got in a big blowout. I knew it was going to come to. It's going to come back out again in October. He waited until I started building up. Uh, I put up the whole little, the like the maze, three room walkthrough thing. Because I have to do it just days before uh, Halloween so it doesn't get knocked over, blown over and shit. Um, and, uh, yeah, next day I put it up. And a day or, like a day later, I get a sign on my door when I get back there that the building inspector wants to talk to me. <laughs> I call him up. And I realize I get about three day, up three to four days to Halloween. What am I going to do? So I was like, all right, you know what? We're just not going to have anybody go through that. All right? That's it. We're done. Because in my head, I'm thinking plan B. We everybody walk around it, yeah, and we scare them from inside out instead of having them come in and then scare them inside. We'll just have them walk around it. We'll pop out from the walls. I'll tell you, we didn't have as many, like, scare points like there, you know, but we freaking killed it. I had a couple. I had, like, I had one pneumatic. Um, I had this uh, skeleton that would that was on this extender that would come flying out through the wall. <laughs> and uh, I had, and I had me bursting out through one of the walls because um, it was all, like, burlap covered in, in uh, like, uh, <laughs> army camo netting and shit. So they couldn't, they couldn't really see it. I go bursting through. So I'll tell you, we killed it. One of the best years ever. I don't, plan B was probably even better than plan A. Um, it, it, we had a great time. And I can tell you, I actually went back to the, um, the building inspector at the town hall, uh, about a week or two later. And I walked in and I said, cause I wanted to file, my neighbor's shed is about th- three feet too close to my fence. Mm-hmm. So I went down there. I'm like, I know this is the cocksucker who uh, who called on me. So I'm going to go have uh, see if I can have his fence uh, or his uh, shed ripped down. So I went down there and I talked to the guy, and he goes, "Hey, I go, hey, by the way, I just want to let you know I'm the guy, uh, 43 Captain Daniel, the other, you know, the other like Halloween, you know, haunt, yard haunt thing, and because uh, they shut down, they were trying to shut down the other guy in the town, and that other guy." got an injunction on the town so yeah. they couldn't come near him until like November 15th or something. That's awesome. They had to stay. Yeah. So, but now he got that done this time. The problem is he Next probably time. has no more Halloweens left unless he goes pro. Cause it, like I, I went through his thing. I never even heard of this guy. And, um, uh, because, uh, I don't know what happened. I got slapped on. I got slapped with this thing the same day he did, I guess. 
But I'm like, I don't even understand how they found me. This other guy's been around for 11 years, and he does a ton of traffic. They have guys directing traffic on the street, like valet parking cars and stuff. And I'm like, um, I'm nowhere. I mean, I do about 500 people a year, um, and I don't want to do more than that. But this guy does a lot. It seems like he's open two nights, uh, Halloween and the night before. He's doing tons. He's been around for a while. Um, anyway, I'm just like, I, that's insane. Uh, but he, we both got shot down or shut or they didn't technically shut us down, but they both called us and talked to us on the same day. And uh, I found out about it because it came out in the paper the next day. And one of my neighbors told me, said, hey, Chris, you're in the paper. I'm like, what? She goes, well, they didn't say your name, but they said that this other guy got shut down, and then another person on Captain Daniel did too. And I'm like, well, <laughs> we actually technically didn't get shut down because I told them I was gonna, I was gonna open up the thing so we could still do it. But uh, he he had no other options. I mean, the way his whole setup was, it was off the side of his house, and he had all these like small little aisles. Everything was about a, like a foot and a half to two feet wide. I mean, there's no way it would pass code. And uh, so he just basically gave him the same information they gave me. He knew he wasn't going to open or be able to open uh, if he didn't get an injunction. So we, he took like 400 bucks and he got a lawyer to get him an injunction on wow. the town and he put him on hold. Now, when I went in and I went to uh, see the building inspector um, to call him on my neighbor, the guy goes, hey, oh, yeah, you're the other guy. He goes. <laughs> He goes, you know, it's funny. He goes, we got a meeting about the guy over on Lakeview um, in about five minutes. Oh, they're pissed. And I goes, and he goes, hey, by the way, for you, keep doing what you're doing. Cool. See you later. <laughs> so, so because the other guy was an asshole and got the injunction, now I might get a pass next year. We'll see what happens. You know, that's the terrible spot to be in when when you're having to, like fight all these forces just to. Do what you should. Do. And, well, now I'm starting to look at one of the one of the. I'm not just going to Transworld this year for fun. I'm actually going there to take a couple of seminars on um, starting a haunted attraction and just get some information. I'm not planning on doing anything immediately, but I'd like to. I I, I know a, quite a bit. I mean, I well, know yes. I know <laughs> pneumatics. I know lighting. I know you know set set design. I know there's a lot of things I know. So um, now it's like, but do I want to take that next step? How about we go get some information and we'll digest it and see what happens. So this year is um, more of a business trip than I've ever probably done because I do want to do some seminars and uh, yeah. get some more information, try to start to make a decision of whether I think, I mean, there's nothing, I mean, I'm, where I am, there's really not much near near us or anything to speak of from what I've heard. So, uh, I mean, I have basically, I think I could come in and just take over this whole area if I chose to do so. I just want to find out whether it makes sense to do it, you know, to take that leap. Yeah. It's a big decision. I mean, it it's is, a, it's a is. huge jump too. I mean, you got to have, you know, put in the capital and I mean, it, it, it's a lot of time too. I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff. <laughs> it, 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 it absolutely is, and that's why I'm not going to jump into it. Um, I'm going to do my homework and then make an educated decision, you know, which is not usual for me because that's yeah. not usually what I do. I usually go like, just, oh, let's do it. 
stones. Let's do it. Yeah, I just charge ahead like a moron. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, educated decision. Wait a minute, educated. Great. I know, that was kind of a big word for me. <laughs> that was a muscle syllabic word that I threw out there. We're at the end here. Hey, it's not so, Philip. I know. Hey, it's not so. Well, you know, I, I just don't have your stamina for uh, these types of things. <laughs> Ob- <laughs> that's completely obvious. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, so I mean, basically, uh, if anybody doesn't uh, know who you know what Hauntcast is, who does um, you know listen to your show, um, hey, look, that's okay. I don't take offense by it. <laughs> uh, you can go over to Hauntcast.net. Every single show we've ever done is free to download. You can click on our shows tab and pick the year and then go in and download the episode. You can get it through iTunes or Stitcher, I believe. Um, we got about at least, we've done about an episode a year for almost the last six years. Somehow we only have 65 episodes. I don't know how the math, my math, <laughs> once again, don't ask me to do math. Do not ask me to do any math. That was not in the job description. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you can go download some shows and check them out. If you don't like them, hey, you know, whatever. If you do like them, psh, there's plenty more to listen to. You can just freaking binge listen, ear guzzle them, you know, take them down. But keep in mind, if you do, you will end up in detox. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> Maybe there'll be like a support group for uh, detoxing I, on S listeners. Yeah, there is. There's like Tara and like uh, I think Victor the Undertaker Ives is are some of the uh, the key players in that uh, that support group. Yeah. So um, other than that, like I say, the Village Mire. Um, once again, if anybody cares, uh, you go to villagemire.com. That's my or is it? Well, it's really like yeah, that will get yeah. you there. Or you could go to villagemire.blogspot.com. Yes. If you want to t- type all those extra letters and dots, you can do that too. Um, yeah, Village Meyer, V I L L A T M I R E. Or shoot over to YouTube, Village Meyer 2015, uh, the Yard Haunt. You can check out the uh, the video for this year. We had a blast this year. I actually shot all the pictures and video myself. I'm very proud of myself this year. Oh man, that's fancy. I know. I'm like I'm, I'm patting myself on the back right now. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I bought one of the uh, I. By the recommendation of a friend, I uh, bought a, uh, DL, a DLSR. Is it DL, a DSLR? Jesus, I don't even know. Well, yeah, DSLR camera. DSLR, yeah. And um, I shot. I got a, I got a nice lens. So I bought like the Sam, the Sony A six thousand, and uh, shot the. It is a monster at night. Oh my god. So I took some great pictures out there. Some shot the video off it, and that was my first year screwing around. So hopefully. Uh, I can up my uh, skill in my production level next year and uh, add a little uh, some production elements in there, like I do with Hauntcast. You know, that's what I'm talking. About. So, uh, Chris, can you sign us off? Um, yeah. If you don't want, if you know, hold on. It's nice to buy a prop, but no way, that's not the one. Um, if um, leave the ghost light, no, that's not the one. Um, let's see. Or the the dungeon is closed. No, that's not the one. <laughs> Shit. I what think that was the one. <laughs> oh, is that what we were going for? Yeah, that was. <laughs> the dungeon is closed. Z.
This is a Haunted Attraction Network production. Achieve more with all our products at www.hauntedattractionnetwork.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.